Welcome to the Awesomers.com podcast. If you love to learn, and if you're motivated to expand your mind, and heck, if you desire to break through those traditional paradigms and find your own version of success, you are in the right place. Awesomers around the world are on a journey to improve their lives and the lives of those around them. We believe in paying it forward, and we fundamentally try to live up to the great Zig Ziglar quote, where he said, you can have everything in your life you want if you help enough other people get what they want. It doesn't matter where you came from, it only matters where you're going. My name is Steve Simonson, and I hope you will join me on this awesomer journey. If you're launching a new product manufactured in China, you will need professional, high-resolution, Amazon-ready photographs. Because Simo Global has a team of professionals in China, you will oftentimes receive your listings photographs before your product even leaves the country. This streamlined process will save you the time, money, and energy needed to concentrate on marketing and other creative content strategies before your item is in stock and ready for sale. Visit simoglobal.com to learn more, because a picture should be worth 1,000 keywords. You're listening to the Awesomers Podcast. You're listening to episode number 112 of the Awesomers Podcast series. And for today's show notes and details, just go to awesomers.com slash 112. Now, today is part two of a three-part series with Omer Kakir. And Omer is a full-time entrepreneur and a consultant and an expert in the Amazon FBA and FBM spaces. And really, he's done a, a terrific job. They've gone on to set up a very systemic way of producing videos for Amazon entrepreneurs or e-commerce entrepreneurs or anybody really who needs a product video. A very simple and straightforward unboxing video is very, very effective. And he's got a, a nice system set up for how, how they do that. And again, there's some uh, special offers that you're able to get uh, as a result of Empowery membership. So don't forget to check out Empowery.com to take advantage of some of the special offers, not just from Amir's, Omer's company, but so many other companies, over 50 other companies have great deals there. So don't forget to check that out. And let's jump in again to part two of a three-part series right now. Okay, we're back again, everybody. Steve Simonson joined by Omer Kakir. Is that my, getting that right yeah. again? Yes, you're right. Ooh, boy, that's uh, it's, uh, it's a hit and miss game. I'm not gonna lie, but uh, I'm glad to hit it. So. Omir, before we uh, took that uh, uh, pause there, you were talking about this idea that, you know, having a clear system for shooting the videos and the way you do it is that you're clear about it's a first person unboxing video instead of overcomplicating it and having the family at the beach or any of this other concept, you know that you can impact conversion with simplicity. Talk more about that. And how did you arrive at that conclusion? Did you try both methods? Yes, yes. So what we did is uh, traditionally, uh, like normally we were going to those agencies and this was before I uh, quit my full-time job. So we were uh, charged $25,000 in a, uh, for a product shooting uh, in a warehouse environment that you have those actors are riding bicycles and we just like whatever, holding your iPhone or wearing your uh, uh, whatever bag or something like that. So throughout like downtown LA or arts district. And so with that 25K, it's probably like three, 4K goes to actors, three, 4K goes to all the makeup people or all the people coming to kind of provide the clothing and food and everything, transportation. So half of it goes to other people and half goes to agency as a, maybe like a profit or some sort of their revenue. So, uh, and 
what you get is you get really okay you get nice photos uh, because you do photo and, and video at the same time but it's it's just like some people something people watch and if you really need to protect your brand awareness because you're already established brand maybe maybe you're already 200 million dollar worth of brand you may need that i'm not like against it but what i'm trying to tell people here you started your business two years ago or one year ago or three years ago, or, or you only have maybe a million or maybe $2 million worth of sales. And then on the bottom line, you're making maybe $60,000, $70,000 a year. You can't spend 20K on a product shooting, but you can't miss this opportunity either. So you have to do it like you have to do photos. And, and, and this is a reality. So what I'm doing is I'm doing it in a most efficient way so that you can even be better than those people because it's, it is proven that this is more effective uh, and it's not just for Amazon you can put it on YouTube Instagram you can put it in, on all other different channels and video is getting more prioritized by all search agents uh, uh, search engines or, or even Instagram right now instead of people going to other people's uh, uh, profiles they go to newsfeed and watch the videos so even instagram adopted this video thing because it's more powerful uh snap just just born because of this and um facebook uh is getting full like power video right now with all the facebook live and there was an anecdote uh this was three years ago uh we were working with an agency for facebook ads and then the agency uh, we sent them really cool photos uh, and they said no. These aren't. These, and they did some ads, and they said these are not working. And and they said send us an unboxing video. It doesn't need to be like a, something nice. Like have an iPhone. Uh, just open the box and show the cases, whatever, or front, back. Put the phone in and keep it short. This is what people watch. And we literally like sent them an unboxing video. And this is what what most people watched on Facebook. And this that was the most. Uh, return on investment ad so and this was three four years ago so it's proven that last two three years if you look at the youtubers or if you look at the like like tasty people who are doing unboxing they're like so successful they have so many views they have so many attention or so many like uh, uh, like like a storyline they are getting uh, this is like a this is showing to me amazon already like with with vendor central they already knew this but they probably didn't want to slow down their entire uh like a operation right so because the video takes time to like have all the bandwidth and then people has to have uh people have to have a faster internet or or more powerful devices so now it's time to do this. So Amazon, that's why Amazon just launched this because people have better phones, better internet, or everything is more accessible in terms of bandwidth and everything. So it's it's the right time to do it, to do it. People who are going to catch on this train, they will have the biggest differentiation factor and then their sales velocity will increase a lot faster than other sellers. And they will have a huge gap between themselves and competitors. Even two years, two years later, other competitors, they start doing the video. They will already have that like 
distance between them and then it might be too late for them to catch up. So that definitely is one of those things. I think, Omer, you, you bring up an important point. So again, it's now is the opportunity. It's one of those seize the moment, carpe diem moments that people need to pay close attention to. And I do think that the learnings from YouTube are a great example. The unboxing videos that have been happening on YouTube for years, uh, especially like when people get new phones, there are technology kind of reviewers and they would just get out the phone and they would start messing with it. They'd start talking about it. And some of those videos have gone on to have millions and millions and millions of views and high engagement from the, the uh, audience there that is uh, watching that video. Now, it is a pretty well-known statistic, and I don't remember if this is Forrester Research or who the, the company is who's credited with this, but something like if a detail page, and it wasn't specific to Amazon, but this is a, an e-commerce detail page where you have your, your buy button, you have your product photos, and your general description and, and headline and so forth, if that page has a video on it, it has a 60% higher likelihood of converting yes, if it's got right. a video, right? And there, there are other stats that are equally um, both tantalizing and terrifying if you don't have videos. They're tantalizing if you have videos. They're terrifying if you don't. And I think Omir's advice is through whatever way necessary, get a video um, and, and get it going. I like the simple systemic approach that you're, you're taking with this, Omir, instead of saying, let's overproduce it, and most of these overproductions are ego-driven. Now, I, I do want to uh, agree with you that big brands, you know, Pepsi and Coke and so forth, they're, they're about awareness and about putting, I don't know, emotional feelings in people. You know, if you, if you, you know, bite, bite into this hamburger, you're suddenly happy and, and your kids love you again. You know, that's fine. Let's let them do that kind of stuff. When you're starting out, you just need to do the basics and you just need to get the job done and make the customer's shopping experience easier and better. And is that fair to say that's your mission is just to make that first uh, customer interaction positive? Yes, yes, exactly. We want them to let their people, let their customers know what they will get when they open the box. So once they watch the video, they will have no questions what kind of experience they will have when they receive that package that left in front of their door because they already like witnessed that experience or they already felt that experience. So it's going to decrease the return rate. There are, like It's not just conversion because sometimes what may happen is if you have a okay product and you may make it really look cool with Photoshop, with some lighting tricks and some other 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 like tricks, but when they when they get it, or if it is an apparel, it may really look cool with on the model. But when they feel it, or when they see it with the actual eye, they may think that oh, this is a lot different than what I saw, you know. And they will return it. So as we all know that return rates are really important to get, the, especially to get the Amazon choice. If you have because I have some listings, I know for sure if there is a. Like one guy is returning certain color, I lose that Amazon choice next day. So Amazon choice is totally uh, like a, affected by return rates. Amazon is a data company, so they don't put any Amazon choice on any product that has a cert, that has a higher than certain return rates. So videos will decrease your return rates. You will get uh, Amazon choice uh, probably uh, more likely. It will increase your conversion as well. So on the 
on the bottom line, you will see the difference. You have more sales, but less return rates, which is what probably makes uh, a, a successful uh, like a like an operation on it's a pretty good it's a pretty good formula increase sales and lower uh, returns and I would like to say that from my perspective the, the the reason that those types of statistics exist and those realities exist is because you're actually helping the customer understand what they're getting up front instead of worrying about you know tricking them in uh, to buying something you know that is lower quality than they expected. You're, you're aligning the expectations of the customer with what the product can actually deliver. And man, oh man, that's the best uh, matchup ever because if your product, I, I, we have had products that, you know, we sold at fairly low price points and the expectations of the customers, sometimes just based on photos, were just ridiculous. It's like, what do you expect for six bucks? You know, give me a break. Um, but by you know incorporating video or incorporating other means to help them understand that this is a, a budget-minded approach, that could avoid some problems. Without sponsors, this show wouldn't exist. So let's take a quick break right now and listen to one of those very important sponsors. Empowery, the name says it all. Connecting e-commerce entrepreneurs with great people, ideas, systems, and the services needed to stay business dynamic and to grow. Empowery is a network a cooperative venture of tools and resources to make you better at what you do because we love what you do. We are you. Visit Empowery.com to learn more. You're listening to the Awesomers Podcast. Omir, let's talk a little bit about your background, if you don't mind. Sure. Um, as I recall, you've been at some big uh, brands and you were in the accessories business where you were developing products and uh, selling those products to big boxes and and through e-commerce, is that is that about right? A good summary? Yes, yes. So my previous job, it was a startup that was acquired by a multinational company uh, three years after I joined them. So when I joined them, it was a startup with $8 million revenue. And then in three years, uh, we grew it to $24 million and we got acquired. And our biggest client was Apple and we were on the Apple stores worldwide. I was the product manager, then I became a director of product development, and then I also uh, led the e-commerce team on, uh, in my last two, two years. So we were on Best Buys and Walmarts as well. Um, so it was a consumer electronics company, and I managed all the production uh, uh, from the idea to like uh, until it arrives the shelf. So uh, I led a team of product designers, project managers, product managers, and, and, and graphic designers, and uh, marketing uh, specialists. Uh, so it was, a, of course, an overseas production. Uh, so I managed the production in China, Vietnam, Turkey, a um, little bit in Egypt too. So I traveled to all those countries, and I had a lot of time uh, just in factories. Uh, we also work with uh, some well-known brands like uh, Michael Kors and True Religion. We were their licensee. So I met up with their product team and then kind of like uh, got all the necessary things to, to, to develop and product, uh, produce their, their branded items. Um, yeah, I had that compact like experience in, in seven years and I thought that I'm done because I was repeating myself and um, I was getting paid. I had a really nice salary, six, six digit salary with all other fringe benefits. 
but I felt that I'm repeating myself. I'm not learning new things anymore. And then uh, I started this Amazon thing as a side business and it grew and grew and grew. And then I felt that it's time to, to do full force um, Amazon and full force e-commerce. And it was my, it was my passion already. So I quit my job last summer. I mean, uh, last year, 2017, August. And since then, um, I'm, I'm doing really well, better than my expectations. Uh, I'm trying new things, learning a lot of new stuff. And I'm so happy to uh, make that decision, actually. I encourage everyone, if they feel stuck and in mid-level, uh, sort of like a corporate life, um, just do it. You don't, you, don't, you don't need to necessarily think twice. It's, it's a fascinating thing. So going from the so-called side hustle, I think that's what the kids are calling it today, and bringing that side hustle into a full-time business, was there a point that obviously you made that jump, but what point did you say, now I'm comfortable making the jump? Uh, was, was there anything mentally that you had to get uh, across? Uh, yeah, actually, it was... Uh, uh, when I first felt that, I want to uh, leave the office because I'm not feeling that uh, I'm going to have a, a productive day. And then I, it was a big sign for me. If, if you are started, if, like, if you are started looking at the watch, okay, uh, it's still 3 p.m., two more hours. Like, I never felt that because I was always passionate about what I'm, I'm doing. I had calls with China three or four days a week, like from 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. or 8 p.m. Uh, and I never complained about it. So uh, before I quit in last uh, that two weeks, I started feeling that I want to just go home or I want to just like leave the work and go like uh, eat, drink, whatever. I want to meet my friends. It's not like just one day I'm feeling like that. Next day is same. Next week is same. So it it told me that like I really felt it. I'm not doing anything here for all, for my own uh, success uh, in the future. I'm just kind of wasting my time. Just because I'm getting paid doesn't necessarily mean I'm not wasting my time. So I didn't want to have that delusion. Uh, okay, I make good money here. Uh, to me, if you have at least six to eight months or maybe a year worth of savings not uh, necessarily like a, a nice house or nice car payments, just kind of something for you enough to survive. Uh, there's a lot of opportunities out there. So if you feel stuck, then just do some savings and, and just leave. And you can reapply other companies or, or you can start your own business. doesn't matter uh, which one you will do, but it's, it matters to be more productive. It matters to be productive and efficient, not like, uh, someone just sitting in front of a, a, like a manager or something. I, I definitely, kind of... I, I just want to echo this idea that, you know, at some point there became a mental shift and, and you described it as, you know, instead of uh, working, you know, day and night and kind of being happy that at some point your, your brain just said, you know what, I, I just want to go home. I, I'm, I'm tired of this. Uh, I don't want to be on the calls till 8 p.m. with China. I want to go have a drink or see my friends or, you know, go have a, a nice dinner. And that point is, you know, your, your brain was bored is, is my guess. It was just simply bored. You were doing the same thing again and again. Yeah. And yes. ent entrepreneurs really need stimulation. 
And this is, this is one of the positive parts of entrepreneurs. We need that stimulation. We can handle change and, and we're, you know, we kind of seek out uh, risk and, and it's fun and exciting. Of course, the other side of that, the weak part of that, or the dark side, as I like to call it, is we can often face shiny object syndrome too. And yes. we'll, we'll run around like a cat chasing a laser, you know, trying to figure out uh, what's our next thing. So we have to, we have to be able to embrace the risk and embrace the, the need for flexibility and change, but also find some moments of focus along the way. And clearly you've done that, uh, Omir. Uh, you know, I, I'm interested, when, when you left that company, what, how did your family feel about it? Um, yeah, I told my wife that I wanted to leave and she said, are you sure we had our baby, uh, our first and only baby, she, um, she was less than a year old. And she said, like, you think we will have a good health insurance, you know, things like that, because I was going to, I lost my health insurance. And the only health insurance was, I, I think, 1500 just the health insurance per month that I was giving up. And I said, yeah, probably I can get something okay, not like as, 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 as high as that health insurance I had, that we had before. Uh, so she said, okay, I mean, uh, my parents, they, they don't live in the U.S., but uh, we bought a home actually three, three months before I, I left the job. So I literally <laughs> went to buy the home and, and we had that mortgage and, and yeah, it was tough. But my only and biggest relief uh, was that Amazon store that I created in 2014. And I already, already like uh, passed that training or all that like uh, required uh, some sort of like a uh, like a learning phase. So my account was already doing a, a million dollar, almost close to a million dollar, uh, maybe less than that. But with, with as soon as I, I, I left, I really, because it was in August, so I told my wife, if I leave now and do a little bit of a, like a, a housework here on this store and just uh, polish this store a little bit and then probably we will have a good holiday sale. So... I worked hard two months um, in in August, September, and then I prepared my own store as well as uh, some other folks' stores. I helped them to kind of do some uh, uh, tricks or, or, or improve the uh, listings or discover some new products, things like that. So uh, it was a good holiday season, and economy is doing well as well. That, that's also a good thing. Uh, that all the outside external external uh, factors are healthy last couple of years so i never really heard uh, a terrible story from anyone who did similar things like myself i'm usually hearing good stories like successful stories uh because it's it's a it's a booming market especially online business uh there is more uh, players in uh, every day but the, the market is growing that's why you don't really feel that uh you you there is there is no much no more room to grow or things like that so yeah, my wife was supportive, uh, and I think we also call it like a luck of our baby because she was the newest member uh, to our family, and then she brought us some uh, some luck. Of course, we believe in that too. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, listen, I, I love that story. I, it is not uncommon for family to be nervous about these big steps, so I'm glad that uh, there's some support there. Probably still some nervousness. Uh, uh, conversations about insurance are leading conversations, but I'm glad you did it. Uh, we're going to take another break. When we come back and pick up this conversation, I want to talk to you about 
you know, what, what do you see happening in the future and how you're preparing to deal with that uh, for your business and those that you help? Uh, we're going to do it right after this. Catalyst 88 was developed to help entrepreneurs achieve their short and long-term goals in e-commerce markets by utilizing the power of shared entrepreneurial wisdom. Entrepreneurship is nothing if not lessons to be learned. Learn from others. Learn from us. I guarantee that we will learn from you. Visit Catalyst88.com because your success is our success. Hey, giddy up. Okay, I'm going to hop in here and we're going to cut off for today and we're going to call that part two of three in our three-part series with Omer. And tomorrow you'll be able to join for the final part in our three-part series. And really you can see how passionate Omer is about, you know, not just the video side of the things, but just getting it right and keeping it simple. That systemic thinking and that, that way of bringing, you know, order from chaos is very smart and something I certainly respect. So again, this is part two of a three-part series with Omer. And uh, this is also episode number 112 of the Awesomers podcast series. So just go to awesomers.com slash 112 to see today's show notes and details. Well, we've done it again, everybody. We have another episode of the Awesomers podcast ready for the world. Thank you for joining us, and we hope that you've enjoyed our program today. Now's a good time to take a moment to subscribe, like, and share this podcast. Heck, you could even leave a, a review if you wanted. Awesomers around you will appreciate your help. It's only with your participation and sharing that we'll be able to achieve our goals. Our success is literally in your hands. Thank you again for joining us. We are at your service. Find out more about me, Steve Simonson, our guests, team, and all the other Awesomers involved at awesomers.com. Thank you again.